Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Anchor.com, the AnchorFM.com, and also Spotify, the home of the podcast, where you can be heard all around the world from your bedroom, bathroom, living room, kitchen, your home, apartment, condo, dormitory, or your RV, on your flat screen TV, your iPad, your cell phone, or your computer screen with your headphones on, thank you and welcome. You have to be in the drive through curse, high service, parking lot with a mask on, walking, running, jogging, back to school, back to work. Thank you. If you're out for the summer vacation, please be careful and safe. Glad to have you as always. And again, thank you for much continued support. And you can hear this episode on anchor.com, anchorfm.com, or Spotify, or whatever service provider you have. Now, on with the episode. In this episode, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite musicians who changed the course of music as a musician, as a band leader, innovator with his sound, with his technique. And one of the things he would often do is if he was feeling a particular artist, he, he would give them a song title. And, uh, and sometimes artists are known to talk about other artists and songs or cover them or say different things. Well, he went one step where he actually named a song after an artist who was very happy in the 70s. A guy who you could argue was almost like a fifth member of the Beatles. A guy who had a big integral part in the Sly and Family Stone. There's a ride going on. A guy who came out as an artist who was an incredible session musician who seemed like a uh, younger genius version of a Ray Charles who played with a who's who of musicians when you read his Wikipedia and you know his history. The artist I am talking about that did the cover, the artist, I mean, the main artist is Miles Davis. And the name of the song is Billy Preston. And Billy Preston, legendary musician, organist, a cat that played with a who's who versatility. And one thing about this particular song that Miles did is very fusion, very futuristic, had a distinctive groove, and had all the like the kind of arrangements that Billy Preston would do. And the story goes that Miles wanted some of that Billy Preston magic because he funked up, the Beatles would get back. If you listen to Miss You and Hot Stuff by the Rolling Stones, he inspired that. Obviously, I told you with Slider Family Stone, there's a ride going on. He played on a who's who's of records and just had a distinctive, and not to mention his own solo career. So, you know, when you sit, because at that particular time, uh, without a space and going around in circles and all those songs, he was, you know, he was. When you talk about the ghosts of session musicians or the Mount Rushmore, He's one of those guys that's got to be near the top because he definitely played with a who's who, had a distinctive sound, and definitely left a distinctive flavor. Miles Davis truly did him justice on this particular 12-minute piece. Very distinctive, and he wrote it. You could tell by the intricacies and the parts, and it was very relatable to what Billy Preston was doing as an artist, the structure and the stylings, and it's a very fitting tribute. It was one of Miles' last records for five years. He cut this 74 on his double album, Get On Up, and uh, Get On It, and Get On Up, and... Um, it definitely had a funky vibe, definitely was cool in the pocket, and it was all that. Wash your hands, keep your mind clear, watch out for another, and please give me your thoughts and takes on Miles Davis's Billy Preston, how this song stands out in Miles' vast catalog, and Miles Davis was one of the greatest artists ever, period. Keep it funky, keep it on the one, please be safe, be careful out there. If you're not heard Miles Davis's Billy Preston, please do, and let me know your thoughts. Again, you can hear this episode on anchor.com, anchorfm.com, or Spotify. Appreciate your support. Please be careful and safe out there. The next time we catch you, peace out, bro.